Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Myers. You can find me on livetoone110.com. And here is my co-host, General Lee Lowry. Hi, everyone. And you can find me at generallee.com. Today, we are interviewing Kevin Geary of RebootedBody.com. It's a terrific site. He is a holistic health coach who uses a unique blend of ancestral science and modern psychology to help men and women reprogram their body and mind for sustainable fat loss, vibrant health, and peak performance. And he's going to be talking to us today about how to reboot your body. And first, we have to obviously do the disclaimer. So please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any health health condition or disease, and it is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment or diet that we suggest on this show. So... Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, Wendy. So recently I have been coming up with my, you know, I've been doing my online training. We talked a little bit about that recently. Yes. How's that going? It's going really good. It's, it's awesome. I have, um, right now I'm coming to the end of some of my 13 week clients and I have a few that are 26 weeks as well, but I've had so much great success and I'm going to be posting some of those before and afters of those 13 week, uh, online challenges of some of my clients at the end in about three weeks, they're going to be going up on my site. So I'm really excited. And, and I think we talked about, I'm taking on a whole new uh, group of people as soon as I finish with this uh, specific group. So that's been going really, really well, but I just wanted to like give props. You know, I wanted to say and give props to some of my folks. I have a gal who really um, took the challenge, the 13 week online challenge seriously with me and she has gone, I think, for the first time in 10 years, under the 200-pound mark um, in weight. And I'm nice. just so proud of her. So I wanted to say that. But, nice. Um, so that's been some, great. You got some pretty dramatic results with those before and after photos? Yeah. You know, I have some people who's had a really good starting place. And uh, really, they just wanted I, – I really try to, you know, talk to each individual person and, and make sure that we set goals that are achievable and then we achieve those goals. So some people might start off at a really great starting place and already have that, you know, muscular development. We just need to work on their nutrition. Um, and others are, are starting for the very first time. So, you know, I'm excited. Anyone who's interested in possible online training, who's not here in Los Angeles, California, um, you can go to generally.com and, and contact me about that. So I'd love to talk to you guys more about that. Great. I just shot a couple episodes of my Modern Paleo cooking show. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah, I wrapped that up a couple days ago, and it's going really well. You know, I'm just trying to make it real funny and really educational and talk about how to eat the most nutrient-dense food, just throwing a little bit of education, you know, while I'm teaching people how to cook. And it's going really It's going good. I just cooked um, turkey and mushroom marinara with spaghetti squash rather than pasta. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's like one of my, first of all, spaghetti squash or zucchini um, as pasta, you know, the faux pasta is probably my favorite, but you have to have one of those amazing, you know, really tasty tops to toppings to, to go on top. So I would love to learn how to make that marinara sauce. That sounds great. Yeah. I love the mushrooms in it. They're just, mm, they're so good. And the spaghetti squash, it has this really great texture. It's kind of crunchy. A little bit crunchy, and it, it comes out like strands of spaghetti. It's a really strange vegetable. 
<laughs> I know, right? It is such a strange strange vegetable yeah and uh my website is going to be done by the time this podcast airs it is a miracle i had to hire all kinds of guys from india last minute to correct all the things that weren't going right there's basically a whole team behind this website it's just people have been working on it 24 7 for a couple months Oh, I can't um, wait. When do you say it's going to go up? When is the anticipated ETA? Hopefully May 1st. I'm thinking I'm just going to, no matter what happens, it's just going to go live and then we'll just keep working on it. I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm not getting a whole lot of sleep right now. <laughs> I'm kind of kind of loopy and crazy right now. No, I totally understand. Well, but, I also saw just recently on your Facebook, and I, I've been wanting to ask you, you know, I've been sick, so I haven't been able to like talk to you as much, but I... I uh, saw something about purple broccoli. Mm-hmm. I really need to know what is up with that. What is going on with purple <laughs> broccoli? Well, you know what? I actually very recently discovered, maybe about five years ago, I had no idea that purple broccoli existed because, you know, they don't sell it at the grocery store. And right. um, there, you know, there's a lot of people that have not ventured forth in the grocery store. So they only know the kind of conventional vegetables that are in the market. Those are usually the ones that... Um, you know, keep really nicely or they travel really well or they last a long time. There's a certain species that's convenient for sitting on a shelf for a long time and not going bad. But if you go to your farmer's market, um, when it's in season, it's in season right now, you can find purple broccoli. That is so cool. And it's really good. I mean, it's uh, a little bit more bitter than the regular broccoli, which is not bad because that means it just has more calcium in it and other, you know, bitter compounds that are healthy for you. Uh, but it's not that it's not that bitter. It's just a little bit. But when you eat purple vegetables, uh, purple vegetables have the most nutrition in them. Um, and you know, green runs a distant second, and then it's red, and then you know, it's just just generally in general, this is true. Yeah. Um, so and that's what I talk about in my book, The Modern Paleo Survival Guide, is how to choose the most nutrient dense vegetables. As long as you're going to be you know horsing down plates of vegetables, you might as well you know have the most nutrition in them. You know. That's so funny. It's such a good, that's such a good point because, you know, I don't know, at one point I picked out this white asparagus that was like $5 more than the average green asparagus. And I thought, oh, I'm going to really be doing my body good. So I went and I bought it and I made it. It tasted terrible. (laughs) And then I found out later, I started Googling, like, why in the world is this? I thought more expensive equals more nutrient dense, you know? Yeah. But it was white because the soil is not rich. It's not in a – it's grown under the shade. So it's it's expensive because it's rare, but it's also not, not as healthy for you. So I love the fact that purple, obviously, it's kind of like the easy indicators. The, the more beautiful and brightly colored something is, typically the more nutrient-dense it is. Yeah, you know what? That's why it's brightly colored is it's had to protect itself from the sun and, and it develops antioxidants to do that. That's why – any natural sunscreens have, you know, essential oils with antioxidants in them because it naturally protects your skin from the sun and damage and free radicals. And that's what plants do. They produce these bright colors to protect themselves from the sun. So the more color they have, the more antioxidants they have. So interesting. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question off the cuff, and you might not have the answer. You might have to come back to this. But yes. Knowing you, you do have the answer. Now, I get this asked all the time. Yam, sweet potato, orange, 
orange or the white variety? Is there a difference or a better choice when it comes to your sweet potato or your yam? Well, you know, that's really interesting because uh, if you're comparing regular potatoes like white potatoes to yams, which are or sweet potatoes, which are orange, they actually have about the same nutrient content, yep. except the sweet potato has more a lot more vitamin A uh, because orange veg- potatoes and vegetables usually have a lot of vitamin A. Right. Right. Yeah, but um, but you can. I actually love purple potatoes because purple potatoes have more than all of those. That's so interesting. All yeah. right, well, I'm gonna go find myself. You mean the purple skin of the potato? Or no, actually, the flesh when the flesh is purple. Oh wow! Well, I'm gonna have to go find a, myself a purple potato and some purple. Maybe I'll just have a purple night. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have everyone come over, and you can have every assortment of purple food that I can find on the market. And we know that we're gonna be eating something. Uh, nutrient dense and rich oh yeah yeah i love the peruvian purple potatoes you can find them at farmer's market sometimes they're at the grocery store uh, but typically i've only found them at the farmer's market well very good they're good they're usually little they're they're usually like little purple potatoes i love it yeah yeah and so that's just like i said just in general um you know there's lots of things in green vegetables like sulfur and things that we need you know you have to eat the whole colors of the rainbow so the whole darker the vegetables just kind of a generalization i love it well i will be having like i said purple night and i'll take a picture (laughs) i'd be a purple potato and some purple broccoli our guest today is Kevin Geary. At one point, Kevin was 60 pounds heavier than he was today. And what he learned in his struggle to lose weight and keep it off has been incorporated into his total body reboot program. Kevin is going to tell us how one reboots their body with diet and fitness, focusing on the mindset and psychology of the whole process. So Kevin, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, why don't you tell the listeners, you know, a little bit about your story and why you became a health coach? Yeah, so uh, about 2009, I was 220 pounds or a little over that mark. And I had gotten that way basically by following conventional wisdom through the kind of yo-yo dieting process where I would lose some weight because I had a a short-term goal of maybe, you know, getting ready for the summer. Uh, At one point, I was getting ready for uh, getting married. So I had all these little short-term things where I would go on a four- or five-month, you know, focused expedition to lose weight. But I was following the traditional cut calories, do a bunch of cardio exercise, and it was running my body into the ground. And by the time I got close to the goal, uh, I would just have to basically let loose from all of that because it was just unsustainable. And through that process, I mean, every time I lost weight and got to whatever goal I had, I would gain back not just that weight but more. So through the you know four or five rounds of that, I ended up at 220 pounds. And I was sitting in my doctor's office doing just a normal physical, and he was basically telling me that I have high blood pressure and I'm a borderline diabetic. Of course, my grandfather died of diabetes, so I mean that's it runs in my family. I'm high risk for that. That kind of hit home a little bit, and I decided that you know I, I really need to start taking this seriously because I I don't want to continue to fail. I want to succeed, and I want to be able to sustain this long term. This is not a process that I enjoy. So I set out on basically a mission to find somebody that was saying something different than what I had heard before, and I basically set a rule for myself that if I come across somebody 
who is saying anything remotely similar to what I already know and what I've already tried, then I'm just going to skip them and I'm going to move on. I, I want somebody that's saying something completely different. And I found that in the ancestral health movement. And I started putting their principles to practice. I got great results. I got down to about 180 pounds. And at that point, I started getting some you know, psychological and emotional roadblocks and hurdles that I was having trouble you know, dealing with. And it actually derailed me. And I went back up to about 190, 195 pounds. And it was through that I, I found that you know people can have all of the right information and absolutely still fail because information is just a small piece of the puzzle. Everybody thinks that's the big secret. I just need the, the next big thing. I need the next research paper. I need the next fact. And, and the truth is is that it's usually about conquering these mental and emotional roadblocks you know, that's what's going to get you to your goal. I mean, having the right information is important, but if you don't know how to conquer the mental and emotional roadblocks that everybody pretty much deals with, then you're simply not going to succeed. Yeah, that's so true because even for my own self, I, I know how to lose weight and I know that if I eat a tub of ice cream that I'm probably not going to eat, I'm probably not going to meet my goals, but it still doesn't prevent me from avoiding the ice cream. There's there's so many mental and emotional triggers so many people have um, that prevent them from meeting their health goals. And I think it's really important to be able to try to identify some of those triggers to get a hold of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when I was doing this process, not there wasn't really anybody talking about the mental and emotional side. There wasn't anybody, anybody talking about how to overcome these triggers. And they are very pervasive. I mean, everybody knows the feeling of really – just not being in control where you your brain is telling you to do one thing and you're simply behaving and acting in a different way from that. And it doesn't matter how good your intentions are. It doesn't matter how focused you are. It doesn't matter if you believe you have a lot of willpower. It just it, – it doesn't work until you actually deal with the underlying stuff. Yeah, I mean will, willpower does not overcome biology. It's not going to happen. That's I love it that you take an ancestral approach because if you don't feed your body the right nutrients, you know, biology is going to make you eat certain foods. Like some people are attracted to fast food to try to get fats. Their body's really just trying to get fats and salt, and they it tastes like they're getting that, but they're not. You know, right. so that's really really important. So, what is a rebooted body? I, I love the the name of your program, the Total Body Reboot. I love the website too; it's amazing. I wanted to sign up for it. It just looks so <laughs> sharp and it's so well presented. But tell us a little bit about you know what exactly is a rebooted body? Yeah, so we're basically reprogramming our body to behave the way it was designed to behave. So. Uh, right now we have – I guess the basic the, – the easiest way I could say this is a lot of people are walking around or most people are walking around and their metabolism is shot from years and years of just abusing it like you said with fast food, with a lot of sugars and their metabolism has actually changed to the point where they need sugar to get through the day and they're really – going from sugar spike to sugar spike to sugar spike. So as their energy crashes, they just eat more sugar and then a few hours later it crashes again so they eat more sugar and this is just a, a cycle and this is one of the reasons why we're seeing the obesity epidemic. I mean there's a bunch of factors but this is one of the reasons. 
uh, and a lot of these preventable you know, health outcomes. It's the reason I had uh, – I was dealing with high blood pressure and, and prediabetes. So it's about reprogram, reprogramming our body and taking it back to the way it was designed to work, which is to basically rely on fat for fuel. And the first stage of Total Body Reboot is dedicated to making that transition. And we make that transition very simply through real food. And unlike other programs, in stage one, I don't have people exercise at all. The only thing that they are suggested to do is a lot of walking. And the reason for this is because when people are just eating kind of like whatever they want and just trying to limit the intake, so counting calories, Weight Watchers would be a good example of this. They're not giving their body what it needs. They're giving their body a lot of garbage and then they're trying to, on the flip side, out-exercise everything as well. And what their body really needs is simply real food and rest. It needs to recover from all the abuse that's been done to it. And I want to give people a good 30-day window for that recovery period. And then what we start doing is we start building in functional exercise. So we learn to exercise smarter, not harder. And through the whole process, we're also working on changing our relationship with food, overcoming these mental and emotional hurdles. So it's not just reprogramming your body, but it's reprogramming your mind as well. I love that, that you tell people not to exercise in the beginning or keep it minimal because I have the same thing with all of my clients. They all come to me. They have adrenal fatigue and thyroid issues. They have low energy. And the last thing they need to be doing is expending more energy working out. They need to rest their body. You know, in yeah, and, and the better. other side of that too is that it's if people are coming and they're trying to overcome cravings, I mean, if you go out and and continue with a running program, for instance, because you love running. I mean, that is a great way to make your body extremely hungry and increase those cravings. So it, it also helps on the mental side to give your body time to rest because it calms down and it doesn't require so many calories. Yeah, I've pretty much been doing a two-year reboot. <laughs> I'm stuck in the stage one of your reboot. Where I'm <laughs> nice. not. No, I'm exercising, but not anything like I used to. I've definitely learned the value of less is more uh, when yeah. it comes to exercise. Do more gentle stuff. Um, but one of the main pillars of your program is teaching about nutrient density, which I love. It's so important. So what message exactly do you try to teach about nutrient density? Yeah, well, first I try to get people transitioned to just a, a basically a higher fat diet and I get them to take out the, the, the worst things. So we're talking about getting rid of gluten, getting rid of added sugars, uh, getting rid of simple starches even. Uh, to help make that transition. And I'm kind of, you know, people have to be introduced to this a little bit slowly. Uh, I talk about food quality and source quality in stage one. So they have the option if they want to go seek out things like grass-fed beef and organic fruits and vegetables. Uh, but it's not, you know, there are no requirements. There are no rules inside of Total Body Reboot. My goal is I make suggestions I give people the why behind those suggestions. I help them follow through with those suggestions. And then my hope is that when they see the difference and they feel the difference, they will buy in to that lifestyle. So rather than creating a bunch of rules that people follow, my goal is to try to achieve buy-in. 
And as they progress through the program, we talk more and more about eating uh, nose to tail as far as animals are concerned. You know, people eat a lot of muscle meat, uh, but they need to really branch out and do things like bone broth and organ meats. So I work them through that later on in the program. Uh, I have a nutrient density module where we go through and actually learn what you know foods are the most nutrient dense for real. I mean, people think when you tell somebody to eat nutrient dense, they think, oh, I need a bunch of vegetables, right? Well, if you actually look on a nutrient density chart, organ meats are are like light years beyond the nutrient density of vegetables. And a lot of people don't know that. Um, yeah. So that's something that we learn inside the program as well. So I teach, you know, what is the truth about nutrient density? And that allows people as they get more comfortable with the whole process, they can start picking and choosing and optimizing their choices. Yeah. And another one of your pillars that you teach in your program is about the regulation of hormones. Can you explain that a bit about how you help your clients to regulate their hormones? Yeah. One, I mean, like I said in the beginning, we're mainly focused on the satiety hormones and blood sugar hormones uh, and stress hormones. So those would be leptin, ghrelin, insulin, cortisol. And what we're trying to do is fix the derangement that is going on inside of most people. That's just the starting point. So we want to get that cortisol level start to, starting to come down. We want to make sure that leptin is functioning properly so people are actually getting full when they eat and not just eating and eating and eating. We want to get insulin under control so that fat is allowed to come out of the fat cells and they're, and they're able to use the dietary fat that they eat for energy. Um, so a lot of work there and it's not just food but the rest helps as well and we talk about a lot of other lifestyle factors. When I say it's a holistic approach, I mean I'm talking to people about their jobs, right? I'm talking to people about their family. I'm talking to people about their entire life and how all of it has to do with their eventual success with eating and with exercise. Yeah, and another one of the pillars on your program is improving gut health, which I think is so important. I think so many people today have digestive issues for various reasons, and it's from diet, it's from toxicity, it's from uh, you know all kinds of, of issues going on in the gut, leaky gut. Why is this important for weight loss and for rebooting your body? Well, a lot of people, I mean, they don't understand how important the gut is. Nobody's ever, you know, if you join, I hate to harp on Weight Watchers, but if you join Weight Watchers, I mean, you're, there's going to be nothing in the pamphlet, pamphlet about your gut health, right? It's just all going to be about their rules and their counting and all this. So this is kind of a new thing to a lot of people, but I want people to understand that your gut is basically like your second brain and the, the complexity is enormous, A 100 trillion microbes in the human gut, a thousand different species of those microbes. Um, so we're, we're talking about something that controls literally everything in your body. And then if we look at what's happening to our gut through our lifestyle and our diet, I mean 60% of men and women have undiagnosed digestive issues and food intolerances. So this is contributing to low energy. It's con contributing to their inflammation, their joint pain, their weight gain. 70% uh, of the calories that we take in come from foods that attack and damage the gut. 
So part of Reboot is talking about how to reverse that and how to start to heal the gut. And of course, 80% of our immune system is housed in our gut. So, I mean, this really controls everything. And a lot of the problems that we're seeing are stemming from doing damage and harm to the gut through what we're eating and how we're choosing to live life. Yeah, and uh, it's such a a huge issue today is I think so many people have damaged uh, gut microbiome and it's that's really one of the reasons, one of many reasons why two-thirds of the United States is overweight and has a problem with obesity. It's just our gut health is so deranged. Yeah, and I mean that affects digestion as well and when your digestion's not functioning properly, you're not assimilating vitamins and nutrients into the body and you're you're going to have trouble with fat storage. Like I said, every, everything is affected if your if your gut is off. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, one thing I really love about what you're talking about with regulating your hormones is that um, definitely sleep is a big part of regulating your hormones. And so you've written a new book called REM Rehab. Uh, Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that and why you wanted to write a book on sleep and, you know, aiding sleep to improve health? Yeah, well, we just talked about how critical gut health is and the fact that uh, really nobody is talking about it. Uh, I mean, people are in the ancestral space, right? But outside of that, not much talk about it. Well, sleep is another area that's not talked about much. And I think a lot of people tend to think it's a, a more boring subject. And, you know, we have a society where everybody is trying to cram in productivity or entertainment. We're watching television until 11 p.m. or midnight. Uh, we're getting six hours of sleep. And then we're wondering why we have all of these issues. And one of the reasons I, I decided to write the guide was because my clients kept coming to me and they kept saying, Kevin, I'm following your nutrition protocol and your suggestions, and I'm following your functional exercise suggestions, but the weight is not budging. It's not, and I don't feel that much better. So I start to poke around and I start asking more questions, and I it comes to sleep, and I say, well, how is your sleep? Well, you know, I've had so much stuff going on lately. Uh, You know, I'm getting you know a good six hours. Uh, but yeah, I toss and turn a little bit and they just start going through this whole spiel about how basically their sleep is completely disordered. And that's the turning point where I say, you know what, you can eat exactly how I suggest you eat and you can exercise exactly how I suggest you exercise. If you don't get that sleep dialed in, all bets are off. You are going to fail. You're not going to see your changes. And A lot of that stems from people are either in two camps basically. The first camp is like I just said. They're cramming in productivity. They don't understand how important sleep is or they just don't value it. That's the first camp. The second camp is I do value sleep and I really wish I could get good sleep but there's something preventing me from doing that. So we wrote the guide to to kind of solve both issues. If you're in the first camp, the guide talks you into valuing sleep and if you're in the second camp, the guide shows you how to sleep, uh, fix your your sleep derangement, basically. Yeah, that that's so important because the the foundation of your health and your your waistline is getting adequate sleep every night. So, uh, what are your top sleep tips that you could uh, tell the listeners so that they could start working on improving their sleep? Yeah, I guess the first one that a lot of people are unaware of is our uh, artificial light after dark, and especially. Uh, blue spectrum light. So if you think back 
and this goes way, 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 way back. If you were after dark hanging out, you know, what kind of light would you be exposed to? Well, you're talking candles, uh, campfire, the moon, things like that. You're not going to be exposed to iPads and iPhones and televisions, computer screens. So all of this artificial light and especially uh, blue spectrum light is really screwing up our our rhythm. Um, what's supposed to happen is the body after sunset and the orangeness of the sunset kind of cues the body to start this routine is supposed to start scaling down certain things like cortisol levels are supposed to taper off. But the fact that we are getting all of this light into our eyes and the fact that we are stressed from all of this productivity we're trying to cram in, that is seriously screwing up the rhythm. So what happens is that cortisol never tapers off and other things happen inside the body as well that, that don't gear up for sleep. So we run into problems with falling asleep in a timely manner. Uh, we toss and turn at night. And this is all due simply to the light that we're being exposed to after dark. Now, there's a whole bunch of other factors, but that's one of the major ones. So one of the tips we give is to block all blue light after sunset. And we do that with a free computer program called Flux, and we also do that with Uvex glasses. So we suggest that people put on Uvex blue blocking glasses as soon as the sun goes down, and then you can watch your TV, you can play on your computer or your iPad or whatever and not be affected at least by that blue spectrum light. And then we just want people to turn off all devices, you know, a couple hours before they go to bed and simply switch to a different activity, maybe uh, reading or meditation or uh, one of my favorites is uh, self-physical therapy. So just making some basic changes like that is key. And then there's a whole guide on eating for sleep, of course. There's a whole chapter on supplementing strategically. So this is a really comprehensive guide. Yeah, and you wrote that with Evan Brand. I've had him on the show a couple times. I've been on his podcast. I love Evan. He's great. So how did you guys uh, decide to you know, co-author this book together? Well, when I was telling Evan that you know, I had some clients coming to me saying, hey, uh, you know, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not making progress, and I kept you – know, sleep was the, the common thing, the, the common theme that kept coming up. And I was talking to Evan about this, and he mentioned – you know. I'm kind of running into the same thing with a lot of people I talk to because people just either they can't fix their sleep problems or they don't value it enough. So the opportunity was there. We looked around and we said, you know what? Not a lot of people are, are really talking about this. So we decided to tackle it. So, you know, I have a, a, a question I like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Uh, I, I mean, it's got to go back to food, right? We have a society that is is cramming fast food in their face, uh, you know, sometimes two times a day, three times a day. Uh, we're not cooking a lot of meals. We're eating in restaurants all of the time. When we do cook meals, it's still not you know quality ingredients. We're eating crap meat. We're eating uh, vegetables sprayed with chemical. It's just food, food, food. It, it always comes back to that. I think. Yeah, it's so it's insane in our world today how much bad food we are constantly exposed to and bombarded with and served. It's it really is a challenge to eat healthy in our our in the western world today. Yeah, and you know, we talk about, you know, one of the suggestions trying to oversimplify it for people is eat real food. 
And the fact is, is that even what's considered real food isn't even real food anymore. You know, just going to the store to pick up some steak, maybe way back in the day, that was real food. Today, that's not even real food. I mean, that's CAFO meat where the animals are treated poorly. They're injected with a bunch of stuff. They're eating grains, all that. Like, that's not real food. Um, so saying eat real food is an oversimplification to get people to understand what we are really after. But then there's a lot of education on, okay, now how do you really sort out what's real and what's not real? And it starts to get to the point where if people aren't in the right mindset yet and they're not in the right place, they just don't want to hear that stuff. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's tough. It's, I mean, it takes a, it takes a little bit of money and it takes time to, to make real food. It takes a really concentrated effort to, to dedicate your life to eating real healthy food. Yeah. And that's why I talk one of, one of my biggest uh, lessons that I try to teach people is putting more margin in their life. And that's basically, you know, room to breathe in, in the key areas of your life, because this is what I tell people. If you're overscheduled, if you're not getting good sleep, if you are a people pleaser, so you're always doing things for others, I mean there's no room in that lifestyle to take care of yourself, which means you're never going to spend the time and the resources putting good food in your body, cooking meals for yourself, for your family. None of that stuff, not, nothing that you want is ever going to happen because there's simply no margin. You're too stressed. You don't have enough time. Everything is haywire in your life. If your relationships are out of order, that causes disordered eating. Uh, I try to tie all of this in for people and show them how this is a, a holistic approach, meaning every facet of your life has to be looked at. And trying to improve that constantly is, is the real key. So that exactly sounds like your Total Body Reboot program. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> there it is. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about it? Like what's involved with that and how much is it and how long is it? Yeah, it's a six-month program. Uh, so we're not in any races here. We're, we're trying to be patient and take a long-term approach and just go through it step-by-step. It is a module-based online program, and it includes the, – the, the key part of this is you know, I thought when I launched this, I was like, well, maybe I should write a book because that's really popular to do, right? Um, maybe I should make an online course, and I started looking at all the online courses that are available, and I, I kind of just kept seeing pitfalls and everything. If I write a book, I, I'm not communicating with people, right? They're just reading what I wrote, and, and it's like you have to write in the last page, good luck. <laughs> and then there's these online courses where they go through the course, but there's nobody on the other side of the course. So if they have a question or they have a concern, you know, who do you turn to? Like you could put in a support ticket, but I don't know who's going to respond to that. So I decided, you know, I did this group program in Atlanta where I was working personally with people and it was the same curriculum and it was that personal like relationship with the client that was really getting them to the end because I was able to deal with them one-on-one -on, -one on get on breaking through the emotional hurdles and, and jumping over the mental roadblocks and all of this stuff I was able to personally walk them through it so I decided all right if I take this online that component has to be there the support component has to be there so when people get started they do a client profile form it comes right to me and it starts a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me and we start working together from the very beginning and they also – so they get unlimited email support. They're constantly in contact with me. They get a 
a personal support group that's private and they get to go in and basically interact with every other rebooter. I have rebooters in 17 different countries in the world. They get to go in and interact with people who are on the same journey as they are and ask questions and, and get feedback and get support that way. And then I do two monthly live coaching calls per month where people can call in and we all have a big discussion and answer a bunch of questions. Uh, so there's that. And then as far as the actual program goes, they go through six different stages and each stage is 30 days and I've broken it up that way just to prevent information overload. So every 24 days, the next stage is unlocked for you so you can go in and start looking around at the, at the new information that's there for you and you just kind of go step by step through the program and you get support the whole time until you're finished. Yeah, I think that's great that you have it stretched out for six months because, I mean, everyone, I think everyone knows, it goes without saying that you cannot change in 30 days. You cannot right. completely overhaul your diet and your lifestyle and your fitness. It just takes small incremental changes. Yeah, what people don't realize is, I mean, you can get three months into something and feel pretty comfortable and, and on board with it. And that is when the mental and emotional stuff really starts to creep in. And that's when you need the support. And that's when a lot of other programs will be done, right? You would be considered, you know, finished with that program. So, you know, the six months is a perfect time frame that I've found because if you really, if you get to the six month mark, You've got a pretty good handle. You've done a lot of really good work uh, at that point. And by the way, my program is a lifetime program. So once somebody completes the program, they're a member forever. They have access to the program forever and the private support group forever. So they can always come back if they need to. But if you make it to that six-month mark, you've got a pretty good handle on stuff. You're pretty strong. You've come out the other side. You've been through a lot, and you've made some really, really awesome changes. You look a lot different. Everything is different about you. So most people have the confidence to go forward and just continue on with everything they've learned. Well, that sounds great. I definitely myself, I honestly, I want to check out your program because it, it just it just sounds really, really amazing. Um, and look, it's so sleek. I just love how you have everything organized. And um, I just I totally get why it's been so successful. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's my baby. So it's not like I've created this program. And now I'm going off to work on a, a thousand other projects or a new program. I, I've kind of decided that this this will be the only program, you know, I write action guides, I'm working on a couple books. But the, the program is being constantly updated and revamped and you know, basically just streamline and optimize. The more clients I work with, the more stuff I learn and the more feedback I get. And it just makes the program better and better and better every year. Yeah, well, that sounds great, Kevin. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about you and kind of, you know, where they can find you? I, I know you do a lot of videos and you have your own podcast and blog, etc. Yeah, I have a podcast at rebootedbody.com slash podcast. And I just launched Rebooted Body TV, which is my YouTube channel. And they can find that at tv.rebootedbody.com. And I am also on Twitter at The Rebooted Body. And they can also find me on Facebook at Rebooted Body without the the. And, uh, you know, I think that's it, right? I got a, I got so many channels. It's hard to keep track of them. <laughs> I know. I know how the, you feel. The podcast, uh, the blog, I mean, they're going to find it the, at the full site. But the podcast and Rebooted Body TV are probably the, the two best places for them to go first. Okay. 
Well, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was really informative and educational. And, you know, listeners, I definitely encourage you to go over and check out his uh, his program, The Total Body Reboot. It looks amazing. Sounds amazing. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. It's a great opportunity. Okay. Thank you so much, Kevin. If you want to learn all about detox, the modern paleo diet, or healing your health conditions naturally, go check out the new and improved live2110.com that just got a facelift. And you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I will live to 110. And I'm also on YouTube. That's where you can find Modern Paleo Cooking Show at Wendy Live to 110. And I'm also on Instagram, Google Plus, and Pinterest at Live to 110 as well. This girl is everywhere. <laughs> Can't miss me. <laughs> if you me. want to find me, the General Lee, you can find me on generallee.com. I also have a fa- Facebook page called General Lee Fitness and Nutrition. Follow me on Instagram at Jen, G-E-N, Lee, L-E-I-G-H. And if you like what you heard on the show today, please give the Live to 110 podcast a review on iTunes. We need those positive reviews, and we would love to hear from you. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Go check out Kevin at RebootedBody.com if you want to reboot your body and your butt. So thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. Uh.